0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Carrollton Coaches Show with your Carrollton head coach,
2: Sean Calhoun. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Center State Bank, Carrollton Orthopedic Clinic, and the Georgia Farm Bureau. Center State Bank is your source for all your banking needs. If you are interested in buying a home, now is the perfect time to do it with cheap interest rates, center state bank, convenience, and local. Carrollton Orthopedic Clinic is your go-to source for orthopedics. We specialize in joint replacement, spine care, and of course, sports medicine. We keep you on the field so you have less worrying to do off the field. At Georgia Farm Bureau, membership has its benefits. Our agents can help with all your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Come see us at 324 Columbia Drive in Carrollton, where we are always the home team and proud supporters of Trojan football. All right, we're here with uh, the Center State Bank is your source for all your banking needs. If you are interested in buying a home, I'm now doing is great. How about you guys? Time to do it with cheap interest rates. Center State Bank, convenience and local. Carrollton Orthopedic Clinic is your go-to source for orthopedics. We specialize in joint replacement, spine care, and of course...
0: Yes, sir, medicine. and it is we very exciting. You it definitely so you have less was something all. that I didn't really know. And I think a lot of people didn't really know if we would get benefits. to this point. Our can and, it's home, here, and it's here, and it's a reality, needs. and it's very exciting Come to say the least.
2: At 324 Columbia Drive in Carrollton, where we are always the home team and proud supporters of Trojan football.
1: One, they say misery loves company. Um, <laughs> so everyone is kind of in the same boat. But let's talk about your Carrollton football team and uh, some of the specific challenges. Uh, and, of course, I guess that would include COVID. But some of the specific challenges you guys uh, went through and had to battle through uh, in the off season.
0: Yes, sir. I definitely think the, the top two things, were not being able to get together as a, as a full team. Obviously we were quarantined for a long time. We were able to get back to doing football related activities on June 8th, but you couldn't use a ball, but it was still, it was getting the kids back together in small groups and doing conditioning, but obviously not being able to use a ball, you know, missing spring practice, that's 10 practices missing, everything in the summer from seven on seven, you know, that's where you get your time in it, you know, in your, you know, in your past game and defense can work on different coverages and then missing our padded camps in the summer. You know, that is that, that is reps that you can't simulate in practice because it's going against somebody else. You're doing all kind of different scenarios that you would do in a game. You're kind of getting game like conditioning going on. And so, though, you know, those were those were the main two things of one, just not being able to build a camaraderie. Like we're used to going to, you know, we've taken our kids to Six Flags, we've taken our kids bowling, we've taken, you know, swimming pool parties. You know, we, you know, we've taken them the Falcons games. You know, we've done a lot of team building activities that we were not able to do this summer. That's definitely been a challenge for us. And then when you miss all those reps. Again, challenging. Also,
1: you know, as I talk with the different coaches, uh, of course, not just this season, but but every year leading up to the start of the regular season, uh, coaches put different, uh, a different, um, I, I guess perceptions and different emphasis on various areas including seven on sevens you mentioned the padded camps i know some coaches you know really get a lot of meaningful reps in in the seven on sevens i know you mentioned the ota camps that seems to be maybe a bigger deal for you guys than the seven on sevens uh talk a little bit more about that in detail for me
0: yes sir so you know seven on your 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 padded camps, your OTAs, you know, I mean, it's really, I mean, obviously we got it from the NFL, you know, OTA organized team activity and, you know, and, and we have specific rules on them that, you know, that the Georgia high school has, has came out and it's, and it and it's kind of changed over the last couple of years because they are getting, they are getting bigger. So like you have to have at least four teams at one site and you can have as many as like eight, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's a maximum, but eight for sure, you know, and you just get to go, you get to go against each other. Obviously, you're just in helmet and shoulder pads. You cannot have any pads below your waist. Uh, and obviously it's not full tackle, but you get a chance to, you know, to thud up and you get a chance to go, go against somebody new. And it's been real good for us, you know, last couple of years because we've tried to, be strategic with the paddock camps that we go to to see different defenses, whether it's even fronts, odd fronts, man teams, zone teams, teams that blitz, teams that don't, and then for our defense, you know, seeing a spread offense going against a wing T offense, maybe going against the option, maybe going against a pro style. So you get you get so many reps and so many beneficial practices, and obviously we film everything. You know, so you film it and you watch it. I mean, you treat it just like just like a regular game. And, you know, it, it, it's just it's it, it's stuff that you can't simulate because you're going to get somebody else. And so um, paddy camps are a big time part of football in the summers here at Georgia.
1: How much uh, downtime uh, did you guys have? Uh, in addition, of course, to the state mandated stuff, but uh, individually, players that uh, may have tested positive, talk about that and the effects it had on your team, and, and as far as preparation for uh, for this week.
0: Yes, sir. So obviously, uh, we have dealt with a handful of you know of COVID nineteen cases. Our school has a fantastic you know in, in infectious disease program in place, you know, a plan of action, you know, everything that we do, you know, obviously you don't want anybody to get it, but obviously there's rules and there's regulations. So obviously, you know, when a kid gets it, we, you know, they're out for an extended period of time, you know, you know, it's 14 days. And, and so what we try to do there, when a kid's out, we still try to stay in communication with them. We still try to send them workouts and, you know, and stuff to do slowly once they start to feel better, because that was kind of the, you know, we talked about that early, you know, a kid misses 14 days. Well, has he been laying around? So he may not be able to come back to your sport, back to football and just come out there and be a hundred percent. Or like if you, you know, you may have to modify workouts for kids who are, You know, who who are, you know, who are coming back. Well, now uh, the Georgia High School has come out with a mandated five day acclimation of basically how you have to build them up. So um, which I think was great by the by by the Georgia High School. But we kind of talked about that early. And so, you know, obviously our kids had had a lot of downtime, but but we were we were still trying to meet with them you know, over, over the computer and still, you know, install offense, install defense, you know, um, you know, and, and still, still trying to keep them mentally sharp. I know we couldn't go out there and go through all the stuff, but if that, but if they were still writing things down and we were going through it on the board and, you know, and doing everything that virtually they were, they were, they were still learning, you know, you know, breaking a mental sweat, if you want to say. Um, you know, but when when uh, we've got back since since June eighth, I mean, we've been you know because we lost all that time, so we've been we've been kind of rocking and rolling, and uh, you know, trying to, trying to build up and trying and trying to trying to prepare for game one, which is this week.
1: Absolutely, and uh didn't uh, wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but it looks like uh, so far so good. And uh, talk a little bit about that in terms of I guess the the unknown. I know as a coach, you've got to prepare, you know, no matter what happens, what the GHSA or whomever is going to decide. But I'm sure in the back of your mind, especially with the players, uh, that's always a concern, not knowing if there's going to be a season. Kind of talk about the mental aspect. I don't know that there's been a whole lot talked about that. I know I've mentioned it a couple of different times. I think the psychological part of uh, what we've been through, again, players, coaches, everybody involved, has been uh, as much, if not more, uh, as the physical side of things. You
0: bring up a great point and it was something that we were, that we definitely saw, obviously when we were able to come back, you know, it was just the excitement, even though it was small groups, it was still the excitement, you know, they got to see their buddies again and we were doing some stuff and it kind of, you know, it kind of felt like a regular summer. And then we were, then when we were starting to, to use a ball and like all, you know, all of our goals were still set, but then I, right, But then once the scrimmages got canceled, I could tell a little bit of a difference because now you could tell in a, you know, in some of our players, it was like, all right, are we doing all this stuff for nothing? And, and I a hundred percent get that because I always try to put myself in my player's shoes. Well, this is one of the few times that, that I don't know what they're going through because I, because I've never gone through it. So you know, I would have to address the team, you know, and especially when we started getting in groups of 50 and, you know, and then and, and then the full group that we would have to talk to them. And we would just talk to them about about their attitude, you know, about their attitude and about their mental state and about how you just, you know, I, you know, that I really believe we're going to play guys that that's what we're preparing for as a coaching staff. And I, you know, and I need for you guys to do the same thing. Because we need, to, we need to be prepared, you know, and then when the Corky-Kell deal kind of fell through for us and Cedartown backed out on us, you know, I mean, our kids were down a little bit, you know, and they didn't know if we were going to have a first game. So we, were, so we were kind of battling that again. But it was something that I 100% understood where they were. and But we definitely had to just keep keep harping on them that the Georgia high school is doing everything they can you know the governor's doing everything he can to make this season happen and we have to stay prepared and now um, now I'm I know they're glad that that they did that.
1: We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more of our conversation with the head coach of the Carrollton High School Trojans
2: Sean Calhoun we'll be right back. Center State Bank is your source for all your banking needs. If you were interested in buying a home Now is the perfect time to do it with cheap interest rates, Center State Bank, convenience, and local. Carrollton Orthopedic Clinic is your go-to source for orthopedics. We specialize in joint replacement, spine care, and of course, sports medicine. We keep you on the field, so you have less worrying to do off the field. At Georgia Farm Bureau, membership has its benefits. Our agents can help with all your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Come see us at 324 Columbia Drive in Carrollton, where we are always the home team and proud supporters of Trojan football. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are
1: visiting today with the head coach of the Carrollton Heights Roach and Sean Calhoun with us as we get ready for game one of the 2020 season. Coach, thanks so much for taking time to talk with us. Thank you for having me. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, game week. Let's get into some X's and O's and uh, players. Um, talk about some of the the, the more interesting uh, position groups as far as uh, battles for the number one spot. And I guess with that, uh, let's start with the position. Of course, that everybody always loves to talk about the quarterback position. Of course, and I know that's a big position, obviously, with you guys. Um, and you got a pretty interesting storyline. Uh, with that position if you will share with us uh that as well as the entire group that's battling to see who gets the starting nod uh, this weekend
0: yes sir so we are we definitely have a three-headed monster right now at quarterback and we feel we feel comfortable with all three and they all three you know have have strengths that they all bring to the table and they're and they're all different and I, and obviously you really like competition at a, at had a lot of battles, but our our two that are rising seniors is a kid named Connor Harriet, and then we had a kid named Kel Sullivan. So Kel was actually our backup two years ago as a sophomore and actually saw some varsity time, and then this past year as a junior uh, didn't play football, decided to focus on baseball, and then this year he came back to play, and I'm so glad he did. Conor Harriet has, has been in the program going on four years now. And he, and, and he has a very interesting story because he's a really good athlete and he's really strong and athletic. We actually, he's played defense. He's played linebacker. We've moved into tight end. We've tried a little receiver and then we kind of saw him throw one day. And I mean, he was like launching the football and I was like, have you ever thought about playing quarterback? And he's <laughs> like, not really. And then, so we kind of, brought him over here and he's probably got the strongest arm on the team that we've had here for the last two or three, four years. And so, um, and uh, he's also a baseball pitcher. So obviously he can, you know, he can kind of sling that thing. Well, and then this summer, we actually had a move in and uh, and it was definitely a a unique situation and a first for me, obviously deal, you know, dealing with all this COVID-19 stuff. It's, it's hit, it's hit uh, certain States harder than most with either canceling high school sports or pushing it back so we have a kid named james Macaulay, who moved into us from new york so new york has pushed football back and you know and they may not have it i think they can start practicing right now but i don't know if they can play games yet but anyway so uh james has 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 moved down here and uh obviously that that you know so that's a, a it's a long way to move down from but you know it's a kid who's who has a bright future and so he's a rising junior so between between those three uh they are definitely battling it out and hopefully we'll be able to name a starter by friday for us
1: well i know that's a great problem to have i know you'd uh, rather have uh, a few guys battling it out rather than uh, being i guess uh, under depth for that position so uh, again things will work themselves out there i know you'll come up with a great quarterback uh let's talk about other key position groups on your offense
0: yes sir so you know we are we are excited as a as a staff to see how our running backs pan out because uh last year we we played three seniors we played three seniors. They all shared reps, and they're all playing college football right now. And so, we lost all three of those guys. So we don't, you know, that's kind of a that's kind of an uncertainty position right there. But uh, we have a handful of kids who are definitely battling for time. Uh, one is a kid named Keyshawn Ridley, who's a rising junior. He 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 showed he showed a lot of. Uh, promised as a ninth grader, hurt hurt his knee, hurt his knee as a sophomore, uh, so kind of didn't play as much last year. But then he's coming back. Uh, we actually have him have a move in uh, named Christian Lett, who's a rising senior, who's a very good player. Um, I think he's going to do some really good things for us. And then we got a handful of kids: a rising sophomore Jamon Evans, rising junior Shaquan Johnson, who who actually had some. Uh, Real good playing time for us as a junior. And uh, a rising senior named Cameron Bunce. And so we have a a good group. They're just a little inexperienced outside of Keyshawn. But, again, he played two years ago. So, you know, it's going to be curious to see what we do uh, under the lights when it matters.
1: And, Coach, uh, offensively, how many guys, uh, starters slash key contributors, did you bring back uh, from last year's team?
0: You know, great question. So you're talking one, two, three, three receivers, you know, a tight end is four and you're looking at, you know, one, two, three up front, four. So, I mean, it's between, you know, when you, when you look at starters and then kids who, you know, at some point played some significant stat snaps, you're looking at around eight or nine
1: that's pretty good and uh and you're right i think the 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 phrasing of that it used to be pretty cut and dry but now that's why i add in the contributors because yes sir really and truly uh while it is important of course to identify your starters you do have a lot of kids of course uh that can come in even though they may not be one of the starting 11 certainly doesn't mean that uh their input and their contribution to the team uh isn't valuable so we certainly like to ask that part uh, any, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Any other parts of the offense that uh, that you like to point out for us?
0: Yes, sir. You know, I think our strong point is our receiving core. We return a uh, a rising senior Grant Briscoe, who has uh, who has multiple college offers. We have a rising junior Terrell Carmichael, who was uh, he was um, All GACA, All State Return Man. Um, and, uh, he has multiple college offers also got probably our kid with our, with the best hands on the team is a kid named Ace Williamson. He's a rising junior, um, him and Terrell have played for us since they were ninth graders. And, uh, so we got, we got them three and then, you know, we're, and then after that, it's, it's kids who are inexperienced because they haven't seen a whole lot of varsity time, but they've shown flashes for us uh omari hall has been a bright spot for us um we got a kid named jalen bullock that has done some real good things for us uh jacambi bailey uh actually had um a kid named luke daly and so so uh jalen marsh and so we got we got a good group so you know but you got to be at a block you got to be at a block and you got and you got and you got to be able to throw it where they are so hope it, so hopefully if we do those things, that'll be good for us.
1: And speaking of blocking, uh, let's uh, let's finish up on the offensive side, talking about the line.
0: Yes, sir. So uh, the three starters that we that we return there is our is um, a kid named Connor Kennard, uh who is our center, but also plays a little bit of guard. We also return a two-year starter, Daniel Dukes, uh, who plays one of the tackles for us. And then uh, we're really anchored by a by, by our NC State commit guard who also plays a little bit of center. His name is Lyndon Cooper. So he's committed to NC State. Um, he's been – this will be a three-year – he'll be a three-year starter for us. And uh, he was one of our team captains that was voted on by the team. So we got three. Uh, we got a fourth one, uh, Montavious Holtz, who has played significant time for us. And that fifth one, we are, we are, uh, that's still a work in progress. We like a couple of kids that we have, Darius Branscom, Carice Carr, a ninth grader, Jordan Cardente. So we feel like those three, it kind of, you know, it kind of may be, um, you know, by, uh, by committee, but, uh, we, we like the group we have.
1: Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the defense coach. Uh, overall, how many starters, contributors do you bring back uh, from that group?
0: Yes, sir. And then, sorry, the, I guess I should include them with the line or the tight end or, or the running back. So, we actually use a tight end fullback. We definitely lost our kid that 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 played three years for us. Right. Um, so, we're so we're bringing back a kid who was, who, who was our number two tight end, Donovan Brundage and a kid named Rashawn Powell who's a rising sophomore and we'll probably use uh chief borders and Byron green. And, and uh, maybe if our defensive coordinator will let us maybe use a little chat <laughs> at, 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 at tight end too. So, um, all right. So defensively we are a, we are a senior heavy team. I mean, I mean, we, uh, we really are. So we return, we return probably I'd say six, six or seven um, are, I mean, the number one thing we lost was our defensive line. We graduated, we graduated our starters on the defensive line. Uh, we bring back a rising senior who, who played significant downs. He actually started a couple games for us, Carter Heron. Uh, we had a move in named Byron green. Who's got, who's got numerous college offers. Um, he actually played linebacker last couple of years in high school. Um, he's been, He's been really really good for us uh, you know and then probably gonna play a mixture of a kid named Christian Zachary who actually moved in last season but was ineligible and so he was just on Scout team for us last year and just was on the sideline in tree clothes in a jersey so I, and 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 uh, he has a bunch of power five offers there too so you know so I'm excited to finally get get to see him play and then we got some young young kids. Jay Jay Farmer, uh, Jordan Cardente will move in a little bit. Justice Ricks plays a little bit of D-line, and Chief Borders plays a little bit of D-line for us. So that's the biggest part of our defense. That's a question mark because they've all three not played together yet.
1: I got you. Uh, Special teams, what can you tell us? Uh, How much uh, does your kicker and punter uh, mean to your team? Let's talk about those guys.
0: So – Kicker and punter obviously mean a ton. We we uh, we return, so we return our kicker, who I think is one of the best kickers in the state, and uh, Damien Damian Dominguez, and then we also have another kicker um, named Preston Gentry, who has really come on and is really battling Damien for that for that starting role. So you may see a mixture of both of them in between PATs and field goals and kickoffs. Uh, we do have to replace our punter uh we had a three-year starter uh who who punted for us the last three years so you know we're we're breaking in him and one of the more important things that doesn't get talked about is we're replacing our snapper Mm -hmm. and no one really talks about that until you see a bad snap and so you know we had a kid for three years and he was he was really good so you know we've been we've been working on that since we since we came back in June because obviously that's a very vital, you know, um that's a very uh, vital part of part of everything going on. So getting that ball to that holder or getting that ball to that punter is you know is is uh, very important
1: indeed it is. And is. I'm glad you mentioned that as we wrap things up uh, this afternoon with uh, the head coach of the Carrollton Trojans, Sean Calhoun joining us here on our Coaches Show. So, uh, you're starting to see more and more long snappers be recognized, uh, rightfully so, with college scholarships. And that's a good thing because you're right. I think coaches certainly understand the importance of that position. I'm not so sure fans are, I think they're starting to, though, because it is becoming more and more publicized, just how important it is uh, for the long snapper.
0: Yes, sir. I mean, it is, you know, and like you see, You know, I mean, you see long snappers, I mean, you know, get scholarships and you see the ones in the the NFL, you know, I mean, they, you know, I mean, I mean, they get signed contracts and, you know, and and, because it's just, it's, it's just, it's so, it's so specialized, you know, that, 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 that thing that they do. And it's, but it golly, it's so vital because everything's about timing, you know, every, everything with, when you have to have a snap and it's your special teams, you know, it's all about timing, like, like if you're punting the ball the punt block team is looking at the timing of your operation and so there's a certain time that they feel like they can go block it and if, and if you're too fast then most then most people don't go block it they set up returns you know so it's just you know and then your you know your kickoff time or your field goal pat time so it is very important
1: Final question for you, Coach. Talk about your opponent coming up uh, here on opening week. Uh, It's going to be a big one for you this Saturday night.
0: Yes, sir, it is. Obviously, uh, you know, we are 6A. You know, we've been 5A the last four years. You know, so us to bump up to 6A is obviously a challenge in itself. But then for us to come out the gate and play a 7A opponent in Gwinnett County, is uh is a whole nother challenge and you're looking at a team that is very well coached um i know you know i know the head coach i know a handful of coaches that are that are on that staff i actually coached there for four years so um so i actually know a ha- a handful of those guys i know that community uh, it's a place that loves their football and you know and they do and they do a really good job offensively they're you know they are very explosive. They got an extremely talented quarterback. They have talented receivers. They have you know um, a good offensive line, good running backs. I mean they're they don't have a weakness on their offensive side of the ball, and they do a good job of just spreading you out, motion. You know the quarterback doesn't just look at one dude. I mean you know he does a good job of distributing. So you know our linebacking core, which is the strength of our defense. You know, Chas Chambliss committed to Georgia, Jared, Jared Ned committed to Memphis, Chief Borders committed to Florida, Brock Bibby, who has college offers. And he's, you know, one of our team captains, you know, they're going to have to do a good job of run game and covering dudes and then, you know, drop it into coverage. And then our secondary, you know, I, you know, I feel like we're probably as athletic and as fast as we've ever been. We haven't been an ultra fast team. The last four years, but you know we're led by you know Derek, Derek Witherspoon, um, who's been a who's been a two-year starter for us, and um, David Johns has really come on the scene, you know, to be a safety, and uh, we have a kid named Jahil saying and uh, Juan Nieves, who was all-region. So our DBs are going to be put to the test because they're an offense that puts the pressure on you. There is no doubt, you know, and then defensively. You know they are a very—they uh, don't blitz a ton, but they're a very physical team. And they—but they take on the persona of their head coach. Their head coach is a defensive-minded, extremely physical team. They are really good in the front seven. They run a three-four. They're really good, and they're really good in the back end. So, I have not found a weakness yet watching film. So, Phil is. So, Phil, if you—if you can find a weakness, please let me know. Um, so. So I, so I know what to attack. So, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that we're able to keep it close and, you know, stay on the field, you know, with that 7A powerhouse over there.
1: Of course, talking about Collins Hill. It's going to be a good one, and uh, we'll visit with uh, Coach Calhoun to talk all about that one when we talk to uh, Coach Sean Calhoun next here on the Carrollton Coaches Show. Coach, best of luck uh, this weekend against Collins Hill.
0: Thank you very much. Take all the luck we can get.
1: Talk to you uh, next week, Coach
0: yes sir thank you
1: all right thank you for joining us see see you bye-bye